those things don't come to you by mistake. Like I believe we're born with and we develop and as we get older, our dreams come clearer and clearer. And you can't fault that. You have to follow that. That's what you've been born to do. This is Super Shiro's, the show where we interview women doing amazing things in the world to inspire, empower, and entertain you. Welcome to Super Shiro's. So we are here with Zara Farmer. She is a writer, teacher, producer, director, journalist, and somehow still manages to coach a basketball team. She's interviewed famous people and has her own show on ABC News. This is Zara. By the way, if I call her Coach Z, it's because I know her as my little brother's basketball coach. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Aww. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm doing really good. Just, uh, you know, hanging in there with everything going on in the world. Yeah, so. a lot happening. Yeah, it's a lot, you know. And how are you? How's everybody? How's, how's, how's Solomon and your dad and your mom? How's everybody? We're good. We're hanging in there, just like you. Yeah. Oh. Well, thanks for having me today. Yeah, of course. Okay, so what do you do for a living? What are all these projects you're working on? So I um, am an executive producer and host of a show called Days with Sarah that airs on ABC. Uh, we've been doing that show for, wow, 13 years or so, a little bit more than that, give or take. It's a long um, time. Goodness, it's a long time, right? It's yeah. like before I was a mom, which is weird because it feels like I've been a mom forever. <laughs> Uh, which is cool. I love being a mom. Uh, and then I also direct a new TV show called Oakland Fire, uh, Confirming Stills in the Town, which is a docu-series about Oakland firefighters. And we go in and out of medical calls and fires and uh, spend time at home with the firefighters to learn about PTSD and um, just different health risks and mental health, like the mental and the physical side that firefighters face. Uh, so I also executive produce and host that, and um, that just launched on National Geographic and um, uh, ABC. So those are my two main jobs, and then obviously my biggest production is being a mom to an 11-year-old boy named Jewel, but yeah. <laughs> are both of these airing at the same time? Yeah, um, let's see, Days of Zara just ran its summer season, and then Oakland Fire just ran in the summer as well. So, and uh, yeah, so they both ran at the same time. How do you manage both of those? Um, well, luckily with Oakland Fire, you know, and with Days of Zara, a lot of that stuff, like almost all of it was shot pre-COVID. Um, so, you know, and we have a team, you know, we've got a, a team of really just great folks who are doing all the work. So, you know, uh, I think just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that question, but uh, I meditate a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, I try not to leave the house or have any sort of conversations until I've meditated so that I can kind of make sure I'm in balance. But yeah, I would say that's the thing. That's actually, we started meditating too. My stepmom's always been doing it, but since COVID, me and my brother do it too now, and it just makes the whole day so much easier. Oh my gosh. Can you talk to Jewel about that? Because we want to get him meditating too. It's definitely yeah. harder. It's definitely harder for my brother just 
to sit still. He like cuddles up and moves around and it's yes. sit still while doing it, but it helps in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. It just, you know, you do that, you get your head straight and mostly just get it focused on what you're going to achieve that day and um, what you need to do and everything else. And then it falls into place for you. It just lines up. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you start with the, your shows, Days with the Raw and Open Fire? Uh, Days with the Raw, uh, I shot, I was living in L.A., and I was like, oh, I should just do this talk show. And um, I'd been producing for other people for a long time. And I'd produced for BET. I'd worked for CNN as an assistant writer. And um, uh, I started, I really was an intern at CNN. And then I kind of fell into learning how to write while I was there. Someone took me under their wing. And I got to floor direct and do some pretty cool things. Um, and, you know, after working in L.A. for a while, I was like, oh, I should just do this show. And so I took a development job up here for a new network. And I met all these cool people who um, I wanted to work with ongoing. And they, they, so the, in L.A., I shot a pilot for it. But the formatting was like in studio and we were like, well, you kind of have to be famous, you know, to do an in-studio talk show. But it is actually a harder format. But uh, so then when I got to this new network, we decided to, you know, kind of I was like, well, let's just take the show on the go. Let's go to different locations and travel. And so that's where the idea kind of I was like, let's do it this way. And then uh, I was able to uh, work with Channel 4, Cron 4. And that's where we were originally airing for six years. And that kind of gave me a chance to learn and work out the kinks as an executive producer and a producer on the show. And then um, we were able to work a deal and move over to, we went to ABC and that's it. And Oakland Fire kind of transcribed because through Days of Zarah, I met some firefighters um, over on Lakeshore and they were like really cool guys. And the lieutenant at the time, he and I started talking about different ideas of like showing people what firefighters really go through. And so we did a special on uh, Station 16. And then we ended up creating a PSA for them. And then we wanted to go back and make a whole docuseries. And then that's where the TV series, uh, we made a documentary and then we made a whole TV series around that um, on a different station and some other firefighters at different stations. So that's where it kind of happened. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. You talked about BET. What work did you do there? I worked as a producer on a TV show called Teen Summit, which was really cool. It was like a, a talk show where we talked about a lot of different issues that matter to young folks. Um, and um, wow, it was incredible. It was incredible. Um, and uh, I produced a the season premiere of that season that started on um 9-11 because 9-11 had happened and so we interviewed different victims from different perspectives so um there were kids who actually you know were victims of 9-11 um of the you know what happened in new york and um so you know we went to one of the schools wow. where um a few of the kids who had died um, we went to their school to talk to their classmates about how it affected them. And, and then I also did another special on, um, um, on uh, people using the N-word. And um, 
that would actually be really interesting to play right now for audiences of how people, black, white, uh, across the board, people use the N-word. And um, that was a very interesting episode. Very interesting. So yeah, that's what I did at BT. Wow. How did you handle all of that like emotional stress? It was stress, very hard. Especially around 9-11. They were really hard because with 9-11, I had to sit, I had so much footage that it was already shot and I was given three boxes full of tapes and it was really, it was really hard for me to wrap my brain around it, you know, um, it was so much footage. And I watched the bombing, well, the planes going into the buildings the towers over and over and over again. And so it really messed with me for a while. Um, and then, you know, we had crews in DC um, and we had crews doing some of the interviews, you know, but then to have to go through the footage and just to orchestrate it, it was, it was pretty tough, I'll be honest. And the N word was hard too, because whenever somebody would say it, you know, there were plenty of times that people would say it where I was really offended. And um, so that was hard. It was hard. Yeah. How long did you do that for? And just dealing with all of that. Um, how long have I been producing in general? Oh, no, just on BET. Wow. I don't know. How long was I at BET? I did those. I did some stuff. And then I focused on those two episodes. Um, I don't know. I have to look back and think about how long it took us to get those done. But I'm really proud of of working on that show and on those episodes. Like those are two things I, I, I'm really, really proud of us being able to get that message out. Yeah, you should be. Those sound like they'd be really good episodes. Thank you. And now I'm gonna go watch them eventually. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, how did you start getting into all of this? The production, the product, producing. Producing? <laughs> yeah, um, what, what happened? What did you do as a kid that made you wanna do this? You know what, I think I always wanted to do it, but then I was trying to rationalize with myself. Well, oh, you know, I, I also wanted to go to law school. And so I was like, well, I'll just go to law school and then everything else will kind of fall into place. And even to this day, I find that really interesting. I know some incredible attorneys who were my mentors and I was in a program called Inroads um, that young, young people who are juniors, well, actually I was in a program called LEAD, which initially got me interested in some business stuff. Uh, when I was a junior in high school. And then I got into a program called Inroads, which is specifically for, you take young people in college and you put them in a corporation and you train them in a job. You know, you basically give them a really, a great, great projects, great job for four years, four summers, with the intention of training them enough to hire them when they graduate from college. And so my job was working for Kaiser and um, my last three years were working in the legal department. So I got to work with some incredible people um, and mentors of mine uh, who really changed my life. And um, so I, I wasn't going to go do TV at first at all. And then while I was at UC Davis, my brother and I um, and my sister-in-law produced a talk show. And Darylin Davis, who was Mayor Willie Brown's press secretary, she produced it with us and directed it. And it just took a life of its own. And so we were doing shows on UC Davis campuses and getting them on the local TV channels. And um, wow, and that's what kind of turned on the light for me. So then 
when I was uh, finishing up at Davis for undergrad, I applied to law school and I applied to film school. You and both of them? I applied to both. And I was really not happy while I was taking the LSAT. I thought it was just the most ridiculous test I'd ever taken. And so I was rethinking if I wanted to get into law at all. And a lot of, the, of my mentors were like, hey, maybe you should really consider film. It seems like that's what you would really love to do. And so when I got into AFI, which is the American Film Institute, I, I was just so ecstatic and I ended up going to film school. And that's what, the, you know, the original, our original TV show, which was called Get Hyped, G-E-T-H-Y-P-E-D, like Get Excited. Um, we were already doing such great subject matters, right? That that and then getting into AFI, that's just what did it for me. And that's what I've been doing really for my whole life and coaching. You know, the coaching I've only been doing for like six years. So, you know, I've pretty much only been doing TV and film for most of my life. It's a long time. <laughs> it is a long time. You are right about that. <laughs> What's the most interesting part to you about producing? Hmm. Um, being a part of a story that I believe will inspire people in some way, um, whether it's to make them feel good on Days with Zara, we just want people to be happy and find places to travel and discover culture and food. And uh, whereas with Oakland Fire, it's so empowering that, um, that we can share a, a little bit of the life of these firefighters in order to inspire other people in some way, you know? Um, so I, I just love being a producer because we get to create, you know, and, um, and then I've also been working as a professor at, uh, adjunct professor at Laney College for over a decade. And that's inspiring because I get to share my love for TV and film with my kids. They're not kids really, but you know what I mean, with my students. So, yeah. That's really exciting. That's, yeah. You would definitely have like the the, you see the bigger picture of what you do. It's not just like, this is what I like. You definitely like to help other people. And that's cool. Thank you, Caitlin. I appreciate you. Thank you, hon. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, before COVID, were you, because I know you said you did both of them at the same time for a period of time. Was it like, did it consume a lot of your time or did you have more free time? And how did you also coach the basketball team? Mm. I felt like coaching is like a, I mean, none of them really are work, you know? Mm -hmm. So coaching, I just kind of get lost in it because it's so much fun. Like we have this mission to just be the best we can. And every year we're like, oh, we're going to do this. And then last year we were planning to go to Vegas. And even though we didn't get to go to that a competition, the competition we wanted to go to, you know, we still had a great year, you know? And so um, I, I think because I don't look at it like it's work, it's just fun. I think it all works itself out. However, burnout is real. And, um, you, you know, finding the balance with that is just, you know, taking some time off, staying off of social media, like just down compressing you know, or decompressing as much as possible is kind of critical to all of it, you know? Yeah. 
What, yeah. What did your typical day lo- look like since if it oh. was so tiring, what did it look like? Um, wow. You know, production can range, you know? So like when I was working on Teen Summit, there were days where I would get up, I'd be at the station at 8.30. You know, I had a 45-minute commute, so I was leaving the house. I mean, it just depended, right? Say I had to be there at 8.30, I had to leave the house at 7.45, so I was up at 7. But I would pull an 18-hour day. So I would be there for 18 hours. Or sometimes we were editing at night, so I would edit with the editor from, like, I think we'd start at like 9 p.m. and then we would finish at like 4 a.m., you know. So it could just range. And that's the thing with production. You don't, like production hours, legally, you know, you only have a certain number of hours that you can really work. Um, But technically, I mean, people work a lot of overtime too. So it could just vary. I mean, but now that I have Jewel, I've changed my hours around a lot where, you know, it's important that I have time with him and that we we have dinner together and things like that. So, you know, a typical day, you know, could be um, pre-COVID, could be, you know, uh, I'm up at 6.30, 6.45, I'm out the house by 7.30, I drop off the little guy at school, and then 8.30 to 9.30, I'm getting coffee and meditating so that I act right. And then... <laughs> You know, so that, and then I'm in meetings and, you know, or I may rush to an edit, you know, and I may be in an edit that is not done. So I pick up Jewel and then go back to the edit. Do you know what I mean? Um, So it just depends on if we're shooting or if we're editing or, but it's always an adventure. (laughs) Well, now that we are in COVID, and you said that you had most of your shows already filmed. Yes. So what are you doing now during this COVID time? You know what? Right now, like, I'm going to go clean out my garage. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, in all honesty, I'm, I'm just helping Jewel as much as I can with his schoolwork. I think it's important, like, after, like, with all the work, our kids just can't, like, they need to come first, you know? Yeah. Our own mental balance and and family. And so, you know, I'm getting a lot of time. We started school, we're already four weeks in. So, you know, I'm getting an opportunity to be present with Jewel and his schoolwork and I'm loving it, you know? So that, doing some projects around the house and, um, you know, it's, uh, and then trying to figure out how I can help inspire people to go vote. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. What can I do? Well, since you said that you're helping Jewel more more now, how yeah. is it is it like different going from working these strange hours to now going yeah. and helping him with his schoolwork? Um, yeah, it's fun actually. Like he's doing really well in school. I'm really enjoying like I mean it's become another goal, kind of like how basketball we had a goal, like we want to do play really well that year. Well, now we just, you know, it's, it's always, there's always a goal to do well in school, but the benefit of having him at home is that I get to check in with his teachers online and I'm here. I can hear him talking, participating in class. Like it's way more hands-on and I like it, you know? Um, 
And so I feel like I can be a better resource for him because I'm not like before I drop him off at school and he's in school. Right. Yeah. But I'm actually getting to spend way more time with him and I'm loving that. That's probably like the one good thing about COVID more family time. (laughs) More family time. And you know, yeah, you may get, people may get on each other's nerves a little bit, but honestly, I've, it, this has been great in that regard. You know, the family time has been incredible. That's, that's sweet hearing you guys hang out. Yeah, we kick it pretty hard. That's my little guy, you know? And you and Solomon, you guys, you know, always welcome to come with you. We know we'll do masks on from a distance and shoot some hoop, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We miss you guys. We miss you too. Yeah. One last yeah. question. Yes, ma'am. If you could travel back in time and talk to your 14-year-old self, what advice would you give? Wow. I would say trust your dreams. Like, trust what you really, like, really think you should be doing. So if you're dreaming about being a ballerina, if you're dreaming about finding a cure for cancer, if you're just trying to figure it out, just trust yourself, your soul, that you've been given this inspiration for a reason. It's not by, like, it's not a mistake, you know? So, like, there's little girls who are dreaming about becoming a writer or a teacher. There's little girls, little boys dreaming about you know, uh, producing a film somehow, some way. Those things don't come to you by mistake. Like, I believe we're born with and we develop. And as we get older, our dreams come clearer and clearer. And you can't fault that. You have to follow that. That's what you've been born to do. And so just, just know that all the resources will show up for you so that that dream can manifest. Yeah, that was... That was a lot of great advice right there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, like, look at how brave you are. You're doing this podcast. And I mean, you know, I wasn't doing a podcast when, you know, I, I, it took me, even though I was interested in theater, I never really did theater. I was playing sports and doing these other things. You know, I don't think I really focused in on my creative like I could have. But if you already know and you have, you're so courageous already to go and create a podcast. Are you kidding me? Man, I can only imagine what's in store. Thank you. You're welcome. You are welcome. So I'm looking forward to great, great things and looking forward to seeing how you're going to change the world. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, thank you for this, Coach C. You're welcome, Caitlin. Thank you for listening. Once again, we want to thank Sarah for being on the show and talking about the great things she's doing in the world. Be sure to check out Days with Sarah at dayswithsarah.com, and that's Z-A-H-R-A-H. Also, if you didn't get a chance to watch your documentary, Oakland Fires on ABC7 News on Sundays, then you can check it out at confirmingstills.com. Share the show with other superheroes in your life. Now go explore the world.